Joe Trahan from WFAA in uh, in Dallas. Uh, good afternoon, Joe. How are you? What's going on, Tom? I like that introduction. Hey, I'm on the team. I'm here. Let's go, Coach. Put he, me in. <laughs> see, he's ready to go. He's <laughs> gonna, he's going to play safety uh, stretch. <laughs> Hey, and he he ain't he ain't afraid to come he, hit you. He'll, he'll strike he'll, you. He'll buck his old buckle his own chin strap and come down. And now he ain't gonna give you more than one play, but I think I can count on him for one. <laughs> I got one good play left. After that, all bets are off. All right, hey Joe. Last week we were writing them off. This week we're we're naming them the NFC East champions. One game, one win, and here we go. I got to tell tell you what, you guys. I mean. This thing, it's it's some Lazarus type stuff, man. They are they're really just showing this incredible fight and will and and determination. Actually, that's not what it is, you guys. Let's make sure we get this thing straight. The NFC East is a dog pile, and I'll use that term euphemistically. Okay, it's an awful division. It's the only reason that we can even talk in these terms, but we can for their sake. Because I, I got to tell you guys what, if if you want to pick. Uh, a front runner, if you want to pick the lead dog now in that awful division, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Golly, and, and that, that's music to my ears. I, I've, I've waited all I've waited all year because I know I didn't believe. I did. I thought, I thought, Joe, let me tell you what. Two weeks ago, we were talking about were they going to have a top three pick? Was uh, was Mike McCarthy going to be a one and done coach? What were they going to do? How was he going to fire Mike Nolan, who was his close friend, who gave him his first job in the NFL? And I, the great thing about the NFL, one day you can be, one day you can be stomping the grapes, and your feet can be purple, and the next day you're drinking the wine. Everything, everything's good, and, and we are full fledged yucking it up. Uh, let me ask you this, though, Joe. I know that they, uh, on a serious note, had a had a difficult situation today over at the star can you tell us what you've heard and quite frankly what is coming out of the cowboys or what they're saying right now yeah incredibly serious situation um marcus paul's the strength and conditioning coach he had a medical uh emergency this morning first thing this morning um they had to transport him to the hospital um and if you follow social media i just saw some posts from his family members uh, they say that Marcus Paul is still with us. He is on life support, though, you guys. So as, as, as grave a situation as you could ever imagine, uh, Marcus Paul is fighting for his life. So, hey, man, we just pray for Marcus and his family. Um, Marcus is a great guy. In fact, Stretch, you may have heard us talking about him last year at training camp. He had the most incredible playlist. For, for the strength and conditioning workouts, we could hear them outside of the weight room, and we were all trying to figure out who was coming up with all this incredibly great music, and he had a bunch of Motown and some some old-time stuff, mixed it in with the new stuff, and just everybody, like, across the, you know, strata was saying, man, there's great music this year, and we found out that it, it was because of Marcus, so... Um, we we just wish him all the best, and, and hopefully, you know, somehow, some way, he can pull through this incredibly difficult situation. Yeah, and and we talked about that earlier on the show. I, same thing. I mean, we said, hey, sending prayers from all of us here in Central Texas to what's you know to what's really going on up there, and and, and obviously a guy that touches all the players involved daily with what the players do from a lifting, from a rehab standpoint, all the things that the strength and conditioning coach does. It's really he's one of those guys that's kind of out of sight and out of mind, except to the players. That's to the normal everyday fan. Uh, Joe, getting back to the NFC East, in your mind with with Washington, with the way that 
Alex Smith is going to, you know, is going to start the football game with what you've got going on in New York with the firing of Colombo, what you got going on in Philadelphia with them getting all over Doug Peterson, and do they need to play Jalen Hurts instead of Carson Wentz? Right now, schedule-wise, tell me who you think it lines up for, and then when you think about the Cowboys are going to be facing, in a sense, in the last six games are facing, I believe, three backup quarterbacks. That's going to level the playing field for them there. I, I just, I mean, realistically, I think I could see this team going seven and nine, and I, I think that wins a division. All right, Coach, I, I'm a, I'm a, I know you're a big strapping stud, but I'm going to put the reins on you a little bit, and I'm going to pull back. I'm going to pull back. Hold on. I do not see this team going seven and nine. Here's why, Coach. They're going to figure out a way to screw up some of these games. You are correct. Um, the Bengals, Joe Burrow is out. Uh, Garoppolo is out uh, for the 49ers. So, I mean, they're, they're not going to be have to go up against the best that they could in those teams that are outside of the division. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to put that much weight and give them that. I'm not going to go that far, right? What I will say is this. They do have the best track in terms of trying to win this division. Philadelphia is an absolute I can't even say it on the radio. <laughs> Philadelphia's awful right now, you guys. I mean, they're so bad. They're so bad. And you're right. Um, they're trying to figure out, you know, what has happened to their quarterback. Um, so, so, so that's part of the issue. Um, there, there's chaos, and, and there are issues inside of the coaching ranks there with the Giants because um, Joe Judge gets rid of Mark Colombo, and now there are rumblings coming out of there that Jason Garrett might be next. He might be coming for his job next. So when you think about those two things, and then, oh, when you look at the schedule, and let's just start with the Eagles, the Eagles have to play the Seahawks, Packers, Saints, and Cardinals. That's the four besides Washington and the Cowboys. How do you think they're going to do there? There's no, there's no way that, that they get to seven wins. There's no way. There's no way. So um, they might not get to six. You know, they've only got three. They'll be lucky if they end up with five. So, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, you guys, the Cowboys can win this division at six and ten, and and I can't put it past this team in this crazy year, as bad as this division is. Well, I, I, I'm going to say this. You know, you don't know our our producer and the guy that really puts all this together is Get Ross, and he's got Joe. I'm gonna, I'm going to draw you the I'm going to draw you the uh, I'm under draw you the best stick figure picture I can. He's got about 500 flat bill hats, and they go with each one of his outfits. So every day he shows up in a different flat bill. I'm prefacing that to say when you talk to your people over there at New Era and they're getting ready to print the Cowboys as the NFC East champions, make sure my man Garrett gets him a couple of hats. He He's all about those flat bills. <laughs> we got you, Garrett. We hey. got you, brother. We got you for sure. We want to make sure you're able to style and profile and throw on the flat bill. Hey, I appreciate that. Hey, hey, Joe, tell us, in your opinion, why – why the Cowboys won on Sunday. What did they do differently to win that football game on Sunday? Tom, they, they did exactly the opposite of what we've been talking about. In fact, I said it on this show. Whatever the opposite of complimentary football is, that's what they had been doing for the first time all season. We see the all-around effort, the complimentary football, and this is how the game is meant to be played, right? When, when, that, when that defense finally got a stop, 
because we all talk about the, the, the very last stop of the game, incredibly important. I want to go back to the possession before that. When the Cowboys had been getting mopped up left and right the entire second half by Minnesota, but they figured out a way to come up with a stop. The complimentary aspect of that was Andy Dalton was able to go down there and get a score. If he doesn't do that, if that doesn't happen, if it doesn't go that way, none of this matters. But they were able to play it out, and, and, and the Cowboys may have even left a little bit of too much time, but then the defense does get that final stop. It's complimentary football. And, and, know, it's, and, it's, Cowboys, and it's great and to see it. Zeke. It. It's great to see Zeke with 20-plus and 100-plus, first 100-yard game of the season. Yeah, I mean, the biggest move, right, is Zach Martin moving to right tackle. Wow. Connor McGovern, we know he's a road grader, and they were able to ride that. They get 180 yards rushing. Zeke gets he, – he eclipses the century mark for the first time this year. And don't forget about the Pollard 42-yard touchdown run. That's the longest run of the year. So that all worked together to, uh, to get this offense going. And then the other thing that I think was really important, I don't know how much you guys have had a chance to talk about it yet, the fact that you had an experienced quarterback who was better in the red zone. Um, he made the plays. Now, I will say this. i got to give it to Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore this week. They schemed the hell out of Mike Zimmer in the red zone. Think about it. Zeke's touchdown. That was a walk-in touchdown, you guys. And then the game winner. It was a walk-in wide-end touchdown. I'm going to give them credit for that because credit is certainly due. I, I, Joe, I, I agree. I think my my favorite play was was the option on the two point play when they handed it to uh, handed it to Zeke. He ran out there and ran eighteen, pitched it out there to A B C D Lamb for the touchdown. So I, I, y'all run that at All Saints, don't you, Coach? Yeah, that's exactly right. We run it at All Saints, baby. Ain't no question. We will bloody your nose with eighteen at All Saints. There is no question about it. Hey, Joe, I, we appreciate you jumping on here, brother. I. As always, you know, I appreciate you coming on and, and giving us a little bit of your insight. And, and you know what? I need the reins pulled back on me probably more often. So thanks for coming on and doing that. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. And y'all make sure y'all uh, enjoy this Thanksgiving. And, hey, man, if, if, if this year has taught us one thing, uh, appreciate that family more than ever. Y'all take Happy care. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Coach. Thanks a lot. Joe Trahan.